Hey guys, welcome back to episode 23 of the Scrubbed In Weekly Podcast. Um, so, just coming off a set of nights, we thought it would be a good idea to kind of tell all of you newly doctors or final year medics how to prepare for a night shift. And for the people that aren't medics, what it means to work as a junior doctor, come 3 4 o'clock in the morning, all by yourself in a really big hospital. Um, so, we'll get straight into it. Mm. Night shifts as a junior doctor. How is it? It's tough, man. It is tough. So for me, right, because mm. um, I trained in London for foundation years, mm. um, I didn't do night shifts in F1. Mm. So it I hit see. me doing it as an SHO. Mm. Um, but what I found was, you know what? The first uh, the first block of nights I got through because of the adrenaline rush. First yeah. time on the night. It's, it's a little bit exciting in yeah, the sense that what are you going to be like on the night and mm. adrenaline gets you through but mm. eventually that adrenaline completely is wiped out mm. um, so ad- night shifts in a nutshell that in a in a it was busy I think a is a different environment though altogether yeah I think so yeah. right you're seeing a patient from start to finish making a decision and then sending them either into a specialty mm. or a home mm. and I think um, that adrenaline of the patient is coming into you in an acute situation mm-hmm. keeps you going it keeps mm. you going i can see um so for example on nights that are less intense where the cases are very bog standard mm. not acute people mm. coming in with like mm. weird presentations of nothing essentially mm. um i can see myself completely drop off because i'm no longer being stimulated my mind's not stimulated mm. for example if it's just msk or something like mm. that mm. those sort of things um which becomes tough um, but no overall um, it's 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 enjoyable partly in mm. A&E in A&E particularly I haven't done it yet in my medical block mm. um, but it is difficult it's challenging mm. and the most challenging thing I find is it's not um, <clears throat> no it is it's, it's basically fatigue that then affects your clinical ability yeah I agree that's what it is Mm. Um, what about you? You've done it on medicine yeah. where you're covering wards. What's it like? I think the important thing you mentioned is initially there's this novelty about it. It's like, yeah. yo, I'm going to be doing nights, you know, mm. this like night shifts, you know, I'm going to be up at three or four o'clock in the morning and I'm going to be on myself. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This, this novelty which very quickly wears off. <laughs> um, even when people reach out to us, they're like, yo, I can't wait to do night shifts. I'm going to be really good exactly. at it. It's, the first few times it's really good. It's the adrenaline that keeps you going. But then once you realise at nights, people, it's towards the later on of the, the night, so early mm. on, that's when people start to become really bad, deteriorate, mm. and you're running around, and there's not much support. You've got literally half the number of people, half the number mm. of staff, and everyone's busy. Then you start realizing, do you know what? Nights aren't as cool as they seem to be. Mm. This novelty mm. does wear off, and they are tough. And like you said, adrenaline kind of keeps you going and you just kind of get on with it because you know mm. you have to go somewhere but it does take a toll on you and the difficulty for me is just adjusting from the nights to the days from the days to the weekends they're so hard isn't it so mm. the transition points are probably the most difficult things and you take some mm. to, a, a bit of time to recover but night shifts i would say are i have experienced because i've done mm. on both itu and um medicine mm. it's one of the times when patients become really unwell really quickly mm. and you don't have enough pair of hands to help yeah. you. Um, so nights as a whole, 
I would say are tricky, are difficult, and you do really need a good solid team and really good senior support to get through it. Um, because yeah. it is no joke, and this novelty of wow, I'm working at night and you feel really cool and like if not everyone mm. works nights, is it, it goes out the window really, um, and it's all about being safe. Yeah. And your whole concept of as the night progresses, um, and there's this thing I read. So I just came off ITU nights. There's a massive post on the wall and it kind of tells you all the things you should do and in bold it goes be aware of the 4 a.m. dip. So the 4 mm. o'clock is infamous. It's after that, around that time, this one, you are at your lowest point, you mm. are fatigued, you are drained, your patients are starting to fall and well, really take a, a hit. Mm. You can't think properly, you slow down. Once you slow down, once you're fatigued, your clinical judgment becomes slow. You're making mm. riskier decisions. You're making really awful management plans. Mm. That 4 a.m. is mad. Like mm. we can, like we need to talk about you know what to do before, during, and after night shift, and how you go about mm. it. But I find night shifts quite tough, to be fair. Mm. Um, and my problem is, you, those nights are become a, they become a blur, man. So you do your nights, you go home, you sleep, and then you're back on nights. So you're missing out a good three, four days of life. Of life, do you yeah, know what I mean? So true. Yeah. Um, no, totally. Um, so wait, so how do you actually prepare for? Say you got a night shift. Mm. Tomorrow, no, you do have a night shift tomorrow. Hmm. What are you gonna do <laughs> so to prepare for night shift? The thing in terms of preparing, the first day is the most difficult because mm. you'll more or less be awake for twenty four hours. Yeah, because that's what I did. So you don't sleep. Either. So I don't, you don't sleep. sleep before. What I try to do is, I try to sleep as late as possible the night before. Mm-hmm. Wake up late as possible on my night shift. Mm-hmm. Do my night and go back to sleep. Um, but it never really works. Adjusting sleeping is very difficult. It takes a few nights to normalize yeah. to whatever sleeping pattern you are. Um, so what I usually do, or what you should do, is basically try sleep or nap before your shift. So that's what I try to do. Yeah. So even if I'm lying down for half an hour, an hour. The first night? You do it on the first night as well? Yeah, the first okay, night. Cool. Um, because I know that most of the day I would have been waking up and yeah, working yeah, yeah. and doing whatever I need to do. So I'll try mm. and rest for half an hour at least, just so I got a bit of downtime. Mm. Um, and then I firm it I'll be honest I just firm the night and then mm. the next morning obviously you're tired you go to sleep and you just firm the three or four nights you need to do what about you? do you sleep on the nights? it depends so in medicine I very rarely had the chance very very rarely had had the chance because it was really busy mm. we didn't have really that many staff members everyone was really caught up so I couldn't sleep um, and obviously I haven't done ITU long enough to kind of tell you um but there are days where you do get sleep for like an hour or two, but that sleep is a bit of a funny sleep because at the back of your head, you know you're on call and that bleep might go off any moment. Yeah, so, so it's, it's not, not too really genuine sleep. It's mm. rest, not doing anything, but the back of your hand, you're still thinking about a patient, you're thinking about what needs mm-hmm. to be done. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like you mm. can never say this is one hour of rest and mm. you're not going to get involved. That's, that doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, so for myself, for the night shift, what I do is, right, on my first day, mm. I actually treat it like it's a day off. So, okay. for example, if I get Saturday, Sunday off and I'm on Monday nights, I, see. I treat it as if I've got Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. Ah, okay. Right. right? So, I will do whatever I want. I'll do all the activities mm. I want, meet the friends I mm. want to meet or go out or what have you. I'll do it all, gym, everything. Mm. Right? Um, I tried initially to try and get a nap in mm. um, before the shift, but just didn't work. I just couldn't knock out. Mm. Um, so, I just literally... So in that week, technically, I would mm. have 24 hours less sleep because mm. that day I've just mm. sacrificed as a mm. whole. Um, mm. So yeah, so that's... Um, I don't bother trying to attempt to sleep. And throughout the night, 
So this is a f- funny story. I told my regis and my colleagues, you know, the SHOs and everything, as a joke, I would say, if I go to sleep, I probably most probably won't return because I can't sleep. Yeah. So I think most of the four month of rotation, I um, didn't sleep on the nights. Mm. I just stayed awake. Uh, Can you sleep in any? And then there's constantly loads of patients to see what no, when you're on break. When you're on break, I'm How sorry. long are the breaks? How does the breaks work? You can okay. get up to, it's up to an hour. You get an hour break in Up to an hour. How long yeah. are the shifts? Like, you can do 12 hour shifts, man. Some people are on 15 hour shifts sometimes. And you get an hour break? Like, yeah, an and hour. no one disturbs you? you usually you're supposed to take in half an hour blocks. Yeah. Uh, but you can take it in an hour sometimes. Okay, that's good. So you have um, proper breaks. and Depends on who it is, isn't it? Mm. So it's a proper break that's allocated Okay, for so you. that's good. I don't know that. Um, anyways, anyways. So, uh, yeah, so um, you can take a break. You can mm. go to sleep if you want. You can try to sleep. And I think what happened was, so I said as a joke, all rotation I won't. And on my last set of nights, I was absolutely drained. This is at the end of an SHO rotor, Mm. which is merciless, right? Um, And I think it was like 6 a.m. I didn't have a break all night. My break was right in the morning, um, 5.30 anyway. And I went to sleep. I actually dozed off on the couch. And that's it. I hear Tanoys, I hear... Can Ams please come to the Mechem Majors? We need you. So it's my reg. Yeah. Like, Ams, we need you, bro. Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> Black is still at the end of your shift and you've got a good rapport with them. And then, like, someone just comes on, like, Ams, everyone's looking for you, man. Who happened? Oh, man. Yeah. I'm coming. And I literally <laughs> went down. And, that, and that's why I choose not to sleep. Yeah. You know, your I'm sleep just like, is mad. Because when yeah. I call you and you're sleeping, you're finished, you wake up and you're like, where am I? What's happening? <laughs> what day is it? What night is it? That, Who are you? <laughs> Bro, your sleep is mad. No, this is the thing. You know my sleep, right? Yeah. I'm one of those guys, if I hit the, like some people struggle to sleep, you can, some people yeah, I'm mad I sleep. will sleep like that. Is it? And I will sleep through an earthquake. Yeah. I'll sleep through fire. I'm envious of people like that, you yeah. know? And then I will wake up completely refreshed and I don't remember anything. Yeah, so you have you. good quality sleep. That's yeah. another thing. Quality yeah. sleep is important. It can be short, but it's good quality Can you do sleep. power naps? I can't do power naps. Because I, I wake up like this. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I think power naps is a yeah. myth. You know my power naps, I don't know what's yeah. happening. So let me tell you yeah, the story. power naps are a myth. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know when you first start working, it happened in, in Margate, yeah? So, yeah, what you said so, you're power napping. So, <laughs> so, you know when you first start working and you've been a medical student for so long, you're not used to like, proper real work working <laughs> yeah. nine to fives or nine to whatever nine mm-hmm. to eights or nine to nines on calls yeah and so you become really tired and fatigued and sleepy and i remember yeah them days were like i'll go for a nap my power nap yeah minimum 12 hours because <laughs> i'd come home i'll be like yeah i'm gonna have a power nap from five to six i'll go to sleep at 5 p.m and then I'll wake up at 7, 5 a.m. the next day to go into nah. work. Like, these power naps well, are missed. F1. Never yeah, in F1. But but you did it in no, I'm saying in Margaret. No, so that's what I'm saying. Power naps never work for me. I remember once <laughs> The that. first day you did it was, so we came home clinic and yeah. the plan was to go gym. Yeah. Yeah. 7 p.m. gym oh. session. He goes to me, bro, I'm going to get some sleep between 5 to 7 and wake up and go gym. Yeah. This guy slept from 5 p.m. <laughs> Till 9pm the next day And went in late Into <laughs> clinic Man, That was crazy I remember that time We were in Margate right All at Mandem yeah Around that time We all ate together mm. And then we were all Conked out on the sofa On the chair On the <laughs> table On the floor <laughs> And the other ones were like Guys let's go sleep Half an hour We'll be fresh Fam we were out We were out We'll just wake up And we're like oh, What happened So 
pineapps don't work for me but it don't work for good either. quality sleep is important mm. being refreshed is important and naturally I was speaking to one of the the, mm. the older doctors the one of the king's alumni and it's like regardless after the third and fourth night it takes a toll on you man you start taking a hit mm. you just slow down um fine so now we've kind of talked about our experiences and stories of nights let's kind of give like proper good genuine mm. advice that people can benefit from especially the new F1s or F2s or any doctor mm. in that regard um so you sent me a really good article that we had a good read um I mm. can't remember who it was so Dr Farquhar he's yeah. a um he's a sleep consultant mm. and he gave some good evidence based I think it's evidence based anyways um guidance yeah. for all junior doctors on how to manage night shifts mm. and he goes through some good um, good tips and tricks for anyone doing night shifts at all mm. he first of all talks about the dangers so mm. anyone who does night shifts and things like that right mm. um for example um you shouldn't be driving home and he says it's similar and it's in fact the same offense mm. if you drive whilst exhausted mm. right it's similar to driving at the limit of um drink driving wow and so it's actually illegal to drive if you're exhausted and mm. you will get charged and you will get prosecuted so he says that's the risk of it and we know we've heard all the cases yeah. where doctors on their way home every so often it's happened to it. me i've mm. done crazy stuff where i've done a set of nights mm. and then as soon as i finished i drove from coventry to london and that's mm. like 100 miles man yeah and you feel it and i remember i already had one car crash mm. yeah <laughs> These near misses are scary. Like yeah. I remember slowing down and then Lori beeping and it woke me up. It woke me yeah. up and my legs were shaking, you know. Yeah. Cuz I'm rushing. So when I first started F1, cuz I was in mm. Coventry, my friends and family were in London. I used to miss London and any opportunity to come to London, I used to take in, it. Yeah. Regardless if I had to drive, take a train. And obviously after nights you're like I want to go to home. I want to go to my bed. Mm. And I remember I was driving and you slowing down and your bed thingy and then Lori was beeping and I thought, Do "You know what? This is unsafe." I pulled over, took rest, went to the next Starbucks, got a double triple quadruple espresso whatever because <laughs> you're right, it actually it's driving yeah. being very tired and exhausting mm. is really bad and you feel it and yeah. your eyes can barely stay open and I yeah. do not recommend it's, it. It's it's not just that, it's it's the r- risky behavior starts <coughs> to creep in. So for example, mm. I don't drive a long distance to work. Mm. But after a night shift I know I'm a bit more riskier and it's mm. it, it is it's dangerous that's what it is so you have to have to have to mm. make sure that you have to make sure you're not exhausted and he does say that after a night shift if you're too exhausted you're actually entitled to the trust paying for a cab to send mm. you home yeah I so agree. that's an that entitlement that's yeah. something that we're all entitled to mm. so that's important um so anyway Dr Farquhar talks about how to prepare for a night shift quite well and he talks about first um getting good sort of um, sleep routine in. Mm. So what he suggests is that before you actually do the night shift is what we all try to do about failure which is try to get that nap in just before. Mm. So it's like uh, it's like a sleep is like a bank as well. Yeah. Where you true. can actually sleep store and then you can actually so if you for example have slept a lot you can actually reach into it mm. and it allows you to go a lot longer. That's why you can go that 24 hours. Mm without sleep because you've slept well before that if you mm. haven't slept before that at all yeah you you won't be able to get through that 24 hours mm. um so he talks about that and the usuals of eating and drinking well so those things are very important mm. um which is some people say it's common sense mm. but as doctors how many of us forget to have lunch dinner breakfast and everything um, in between snacks some yeah. of us don't go to the toilet because we're too busy mm. i um, agree it's common sense but some of us need to be told 
mm. what's common sense mm. um Mm. So yeah that those are the things that he recommended before the night shift. Mm. Mm. So so kind of getting the rest before mm. the night shift kind of preparing for it we can talk about what to do during the night shift itself. Mm-hmm. So the main thing is first of all must look after yourself. Once you're tired and you're sleep deprived you become really fatigued, mm. really exhausted and the ability to make clinical decisions do go down. and you start like i said you make risky mm. decisions which is never good for you nor for the patient so acknowledge that um the main thing with the night shifts is try get a break mm. so most often you'll be working with another doctor you might have a senior doctor try get yourself at least half an hour in the shift mm. at least twice or however times you're allowed to do it we appreciate it's busy where you just nap rest mm. um and i mean not break where you're on your phone and you know chilling like lie down or close your eyes or whatever mm. you need to do so at least you're at a complete rest at a complete still moment because those rests are crucial so i'd say make sure you get breaks healthy breaks throughout the night shift make sure you hydrate and drink well mm. make sure you stay hydrated throughout the night and avoid having big fatty meals so mm. you don't want to be having really fatty high calorie intake meals and especially after midnight onwards if you're hungry or peckish have sweets have something that mm. healthy you know you can get nuts and all of these little mm. different things don't have like a, a really fat meal because it will just slow you down and make you feel groggy mm. um one thing i've noticed so, say, saying that on mm. the quick meals thing yeah I'll go against it obviously it's not good um mm. but i'll have a full steak meal in the morning at 6am or a full but do you know why the rice with chicken breast and everything at 6am in the Is morning it, like do you treat yourself after your night shift yeah like i have a full english that's after what every I mean. night like, shift not after every night nah, that's my routine you know like every night yeah. shift whatever hospital i am from my first night to my last night after i finish my night shift like a reward i go to the canteen i get two eggs i get toast i'll get baked beans mm. mushrooms whatever and i'll sit and i'll just eat enjoy my finger and i'm looking like death but and that's my little routine mm. and you feel like you know what i deserve it having worked for the last 12 14 <laughs> hours um but the general rule is as soon as you finish your night shift obviously when you're not too tired try get home as soon as possible mm. and go straight into bed don't start playing on your phone yeah. avoid your exposure to what you call blue light, blue light. electronic devices mm. so you get as much adequate rest as you can and then obviously you're going to be waking up ready for your second mm. night Um, Dr. Falco actually recommends that if as long as you're not driving obviously he mm. says if you're taking for example public transport to actually wear sunglasses on the way home makes sense um just because you're reducing the light levels and yeah. you're getting your body ready Adjusted. for sleep mm. um so he recommends that as well mm. which is which is quite good mm. and i think we we kind of touched on in the last episode about this dip mm. so it's around the four o'clock in the morning dip mm. and you need to be conscious of that and that's when both not only you your patients as well deteriorate mm. so you have to be mindful around the four o'clock like okay heads up i'm gonna be at my lowest mm. have i drunk enough water have i had a little snack have i had my break or am i gonna take my break shortly because you need to be conscious of that mm. and also know that like you is your lowest kind of what they call your physiological ebb so mm. physiologically that's when you're at your lowest 
patients have the same but bear in mind patients are already ill and unwell so they're taking an even bigger hit so you need to be like okay do you know what around four o'clock i should expect someone or someone to go off um so being conscious of that is mm. you know being it's, informed it's, is important so at least you're prepped mentally yeah exactly um and, 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 with, knows, and yeah. but with that 4 a.m dip right i think it's important right that you're, so you need to become aware that now your judgment, mm. now everything is not at its peak. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. So use those around you mm. to double check, triple check, ask your registrar, That's and so shout. forth. It helps. Mm. Um, even if it, even if no one's available, who's next to you is, and then just share your plan idea to see whether it's does it sound sensible? Does it mm. sound like something you would do when you are at your peak? Mm. Um, just because you. you Again, your clinical judgment is not at its peak and every single patient deserves the best treatment and deserves you at your peak. Mm. Um, so yeah, so important to make sure you double check your, especially your critical decisions and decisions mm. that you make that's potentially life-saving mm. or potentially destructive. I them. agree. So, yeah. And I think just being conscious, you know, there are low moments. Mm. It is a nice shift and it's a very different ball game to you know, a normal day on call or a normal working day, kind of be conscious of it. Mm. Fine. So we kind of talked about how to prepare for the night before, what to do and mm. how to get through the night itself. What about finishing your night shift? So obviously people like me will get a fat English and slowly mm. get home. What are you supposed to do? What is the advice given by the, the sleep consultant? So again, so Dr. Farquhar advises again, so again, he advises obviously going home. First of all, safety is important, isn't mm. it? So first, take the judgment of, are you too exhausted to drive if you drive? Mm. right? And if you don't drive, then take the public transport home. Mm. And he advises wearing sunglasses to reduce the light levels. Mm. Um, straight away, one of the most important advices he gives is stay away from your phones, your tablets, mm. and all of those things that emit blue light. Because mm. what they do is they essentially um, in, interact with all the hormonal mechanisms and everything, mm. which then essentially perk you up ready for mm. your day you mm. don't want to do that you don't want you want to now go to sleep um and then after that yeah he just says so he he sort of advises the opposite of what you do mm. which is not to sit around chill out mm. have a big breakfast um i actually don't do that i actually have my meal at 6 a.m so i'm full so you have a bit earlier so you can yeah um and he advises go straight to sleep go straight it. to sleep knock out give your body now the well deserved rest it deserves mm-hmm. Fine. Um, so I think those are the things that he says and then so how do you recover so what do you do after finished your set of nights so having done your free nights or your weekend set of nights what you know how do you go back to normal per se you know what, I, what do you do what's your routine I can't get back to normal for a couple of days which is annoying mm. um, I my sleep would break at like 2am 3am mm. and I can't physically go back to sleep mm. so I've had a few sleepless nights um but what, what I because you know they say it takes mm. about two nights to go back to a normal sleep yeah, routine. Yeah. So it's so what they usually say is after you finished your set of nights. So let's mm. say you work Friday night, you work Saturday night, you mm. work Sunday night. So you finish mm. Monday morning. So they say, you know, have your meal or whatever mm. you want to have. Go home, sleep for an hour or two, Mm-mm-mm. and then get back up again. Yeah. And then go back to your daily routine. But the problem with that I is... Try that. Oh. It, it happened to me this time around. So I came back mm. Monday morning and I slept. And I think I got home from it. But then again, look what I did. So I finished work. And then I caught a train from Coventry mm. to Marleybone, from Marleybone to mm. my house. 
So I've been up for another three, four hours, right? So I slept for a few hours, but luckily something happened and I had to go sort something out. So I was forced to wake mm. up after a two, three hour nap. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought, you know what? Let me stick to the advice, see if it works. And then I went back to sleep at my normal time and that helped mm. a lot. Whereas if that didn't happen, I know I would have slept for the mm. day, woke up at seven, eight o'clock, not been able to sleep and then adjusting it. So the advice is good and stick to it and it is some but sometimes it is just difficult it's just and a, when you're yeah. tired you're tired like you know we're humans and when mm. you sleep you sleep I agree with that so yeah so the advice is obviously to flip your body routine back to normal you do the one to two hour nap on your last night wake up go about your normal day and hopefully sleep at the normal time mm. but it's so difficult I tried that and I find that my whole day is just spent sort of being very lazy and tired mm. and groggy and slow mm. Um, so it really annoyed me because the whole day would go like that. It's a write-off, um, isn't it? Yeah, complete write-off of a day off, essentially. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I essentially sleep the whole day. I try to shorten it. Mm. So I'll try to wake up at around maybe four or whatever um, at a shorter time and then try and sleep at a marginally earlier and then and slightly earlier the next day and try to return it. Mm. But again, it takes me a couple of days to return it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what made me laugh, yeah? Mm. Well, I was an Obzingan who had this reg. He mm. is an awesome reg. I love you, bro. Mm. Yeah. You know what he used to do? He used to have cups of coffee after night shifts, you know? That's dangerous, man. <laughs> well, I coffee. feel like saying his name <laughs> and hotting him up, but I can't. He used to do a night shift, yeah? Mm. Um, you know what he did before medicine? He mm. did, you know... Um, He's working in mortuary mm. with a forensic medicine. Oh, okay. Okay. So right. he's with like deaths, murders, mm. and stuff like that. Really, really cool stuff. Um, so after night shift, he used to have two full cups of coffee, black mm. caffeine coffee. Do not do that, okay. by the way. If you smoke caffeinated drinks, avoid it. Avoid any mm. caffeinated drink. Avoid smoking. Avoid any sort of mm. stimulants because it will just delay your ability to fall asleep. Obviously, it's a stimulant. But he used to do it and he's like, yeah, it puts me to sleep. And I just thought, you're weird. Oh you're actually God. weird. I love you, but you're just weird. And he's like, try it. I said, do you know what? I'm going to stick to my breakfast and go home. So <laughs> avoid it. Mm. Avoid any caffeinated drinks or any sorts of stimulants. Red Bull and stuff. Yeah, definitely. I have definitely. Red Bull. So my other religious thing is mm. I buy Red Bull before my shift. I don't oh, know if it's good. I have coffee. I do have coffee, though. So I do have coffee. But then, yeah, it's funny. I'm, so, you know when you start, and this I picked up mm. from my friend, I mimicked what other doctors were doing. Mm. So, you know, first few night shifts, I see a guy, like my red, my surgical red, he used to buy Red Bull. And I'm like, yo, why are you buying Red Bull? And he'd be like, yeah, I got night shifts. So that stuck in my head. So, you know, mm. you emulate and copy That's them. That's true. So I didn't do this research, or I didn't go out my way how to do well in a night shift. I was like, yo, you know, my boss is doing it. Let me grab a Red Bull. And since then, I've had that habit. I don't know if it's good, mm. but having Red Bull and having coffee is more or less the same thing, really. Caffeine, um, yeah. It's caffeine content, isn't it? That's keeping you up. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah. Find what works for you. Like we mentioned, acknowledge what a night shift entails, what it is. Mm. Find the moments that you're low. Make sure you get your breaks. Um, we'll leave a link to the article in the description below, which yeah. I think will be quite good. We'll put it on mm-hmm. our Instagram. Yeah. We'll, we'll make it. We'll, we'll do a slides of all the pre-night, during night, post-nights. Mm. And it'll be quite good for you to refer to. Um, and I think, unless you want to add anything, we can probably... I think just to summarise, mm. just to say that there's two things that matter and they're the two S's. Mm. Safety for yourself and safety for the patient. Mm. Um, and as long as you fulfil those two, you'll, you'll have a good night shift. Yeah. That's it. And That's naturally, some shifts will be good and some shifts you'll be sleeping mm. and be able to get some rest. But hopefully, we hope this video kind of helped you. Um, 
we look forward to seeing you all again next week but in the meantime look after yourselves and see you next week